Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola De Vescovi, and I'm here to help you create freedom and prosperity in your life with the location-independent business that you can run from anywhere in the world. This is episode 7 of the Prosperity On Air podcast and today's episode is all about social selling. Why have I picked up this topic? Well, I have received several questions from my audience, from my clients who are not clear about the meaning of social selling and in particular they don't understand the difference between the work we do uh, to build your personal brand and social selling. So they are asking are they different things or are they the same thing? So I decided to answer this question and clarify what social selling is about. And in order to do that, I will start with a couple of definitions of social selling that I have found, sorry, that I have found on the internet. So the the first definition goes like this. Social selling isn't just a buzzword. It's become a crucial way for successful sales teams to communicate with their prospects. Social selling is when salespeople use social media to interact directly with their prospects. Salespeople will provide value by answering a prospect questions and offering thoughtful content until the prospect is ready to buy. Thus, the use of social media in sales allows salespeople to delight their prospects rather than interrupt their daily lives with cold calls and hard sales, eventually converting them into loyal customers. And the second definition is social selling is about leveraging your social network to find the right prospects, build trusted relationships and ultimately achieve your sales goals. This sales technique enables better sales lead generation and sales prospecting process and eliminates the need for cold calling. Building and maintaining relationships is easier within the network that you and your customer trust. So, let's say that personal branding and social selling go hand in hand. Personal branding is about building 
your personal brand, so establishing yourself as an authority in your field, as the go-to person that your customer and audience um, uh, trust uh, and they, they uh, re resort to, they refer to when they, you know, uh, need a solution for their problems, their issues. And so they know that you as the authority in your field will certainly provide valuable advice, support, content to help them overcome uh, the, uh, the, 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 the difficulty, the obstacle that they are facing at that particular moment. So personal branding is, you know, all the strategies that you uh, can uh, implement uh, on the internet uh, using and leveraging uh, social networks and social media, finding the right channels to express your voice and, uh, um, and promote your, your brand, to let your audience know what your personal brand is about and how you can help them, how can you support them in uh, finding you know, the information and the solutions that they are looking for. So that's personal branding. Uh, social selling is the selling part. So once you have established your personal brand, once you've built your personal brand and you are recognized as the thought leader in your industry and you have a, a, an audience that trusts you, at that point, you, leveraging social media, providing the right content, using the right strategies to further um, strengthen your relationship with your audience, finally, you will be able to sell to your clients in a way that, it not, that it's not salesy. They are ready, they will ask you to buy from you because they trust you. So social selling is the selling uh, arm of personal branding. So it's a different approach to selling. It's no more cold calls because social selling um, requires that you identify your ideal customers. You have a very clear idea of who your ideal customer is and therefore you will be looking for your ideal clients on the social networks, on and in the social networks, where your clients hang out and you will be speaking to them. You will provide content that is relevant to them, not to everybody on the social network. So social selling requires that you qualify your prospects before you start selling to them. You qualify them, you establish a relationship with them, you build trust with them, and only then you will be selling your products and services. Um, LinkedIn is for sure the social network that promotes 
and encourages this uh, concept of social selling. And they have created the Social Selling Index, which is a measurement uh, that uh, allows you to to measure uh, how effective your social selling is based on the activities that you perform around the four pillars of social selling that LinkedIn has identified. And we will now discuss these uh, four uh, pillars of social selling. The first pillar is your professional brand. You have to create your professional brand. And in today's world, customers are becoming more and more selective and they will only work with and buy from people that they can trust. So this is why you need to have a strong professional brand that shows that you are active and that you participate in your industry and that you are the go-to person in your field. And this will lead you to more engagement with your audience, more inquiries from your audience, and more responses to your communication. The second pillar is finding the right prospects. As I said, social selling enables you to find and connect with the right audience, the right prospects, much more effectively than traditional sales. And you will take advantage of the social media where your potential customers hang out. And in doing that, you will be able to listen to them, see what the problems are, what issues they are facing, and provide solutions to their issues. There are studies that show that 76% of potential clients, potential customers, feel ready to have a social media conversation. So they are ready to engage in a conversation on social media with your brand, with you. And thanks to the um, ever improving and new features on the various social networks, identifying the, 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 the prospects, the lead that meet your criteria, the criteria that you use to qualify your products, uh, your prospects, for example, role, industry, function, this is becoming easier and easier. And you can see that on LinkedIn too. Third pillar, Engage with insights, and by insights, I mean statistics. So when you build your personal brand and your professional brand, you position yourself as the expert in your industry by sharing content that is relevant to that industry, by commenting on news and status updates and of course, by building your brand, your professional brand. And studies show that over 62% of B2B buyers respond to professionals 
who connect with relevant insights and opportunities. So if, if you respond to their inquiries, if you respond to their comments by showing them relevant insights, you automatically establish yourself as the leader in your industry. And you can uh, even improve your leadership and authority by staying up to date with the news and trends and by identifying new contacts and decision makers and building a relationship with them. And not only this, insights, so statistics show what particular piece of content people liked, um, what piece of content they liked more. Uh, they show you the comments in groups uh, to status updates. And therefore, social media are becoming really a perfect opportunity to be able to listen to your prospects and survey them. I always say to my clients that social media today are an opportunity to run focus groups without spending any money. And for those of you who don't know what focus groups are, focus groups are a, a tool, an instrument used by market research companies to survey targeted audiences um, about you know new products or new advertising campaigns to see whether that specific product or campaign resonate with that audience that you know meets specific criteria specific age group they are living in a specific country they have a, a certain type of job they drive as certain car model uh, and so on and so forth. So today, thanks to the social media, the groups in the social media, we are able to run surveys and um, uh, without spending any money and we are able to interact with our, with our target audience directly and know a lot about them. So let's take this opportunity. And the fourth pillar is building trusted relationships. So you build these relationships by sharing your expertise, sharing your views, your perspectives, and by helping your audience um, by uh, sharing with them um, relevant information to what are common pain points. You can have with them a genuine conversation and focus on their needs first and you will only sell afterwards. A strong professional brand is a brand that you can trust. So when someone you can trust um, recommends content to you, you are much more likely to consume that content and also consider the curator of the content a valuable network, a valuable member of your network. So this established trust is the basis for social selling. And this is what can really set you apart. When you are able to show that you've done your homework on the various problems that your customers are trying to solve, you show that you are listening to them, 
but you have also the opportunity to make meaningful connections based on your expert recommendations and authority. And it is very important to recognize that people don't like to be sold to, especially they don't like to be sold to immediately. What they want is to be educated. And when they are educated, they they start trusting you. And at that point, you can uh, be sure that at least some of them will buy your products and services. So at the beginning, I said that LinkedIn has developed a, an index to measure your social selling success. And this is the Social Selling Index, SSI. It's uh, the first of its kind social selling measurement ever produced. Uh, so this is an index that is scored on a scale of 0 to 100 based on your LinkedIn activities that are related to the, to the four pillars of social selling that I have just um, uh, described to you. And there are studies that show that there is a very strong correlation between achieving sales goal and the high social selling index uh, value. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the question is now, uh, are these high performing salespeople doing something different from anybody else? And if so, what's what are they doing different, differently? Are they simply better at discussing problems or are they especially charming? Are they a good communicator? Are they particularly charismatic? I personally believe that high performance, performers in social selling have two things in common. To begin with, a combination of mindset, skills, tools and resources. And therefore, they invest on themselves, they work on themselves and on their mindset, which is, of course, necessary both in life and in business. And the second thing that they have in common is that they are aware that the buying process is is undergoing a major shift. And they are actively investing in themselves in order to make changes to their approach to their sales approach, and they are moving more and more towards social scaling. So they are investing in themselves in order to uh, develop, to improve their social selling skills. Uh, Jill Rowley is a social selling evangelist and a marketing expert, and he says it's all about becoming a content concierge for future customers to rely on. People trust their peers when they have to make a decision about something they want to buy. And therefore, when you share valuable content with your audience, with your network, you are getting people talk about content that is related to your product and uh, or service and your industry. But you also become part of your buyer's sphere of influence. Content today is becoming more and more the modern, the currency of modern sales. And there is a content format that is proving incredibly valuable. Uh, 
for those who really want to stand out. And this is video. And I'm sure that you have noticed that most social media, most social networks have incorporated live video. Uh, Facebook already had live video and now has introduced Facebook stories. Instagram has Instagram stories. Twitter bought Periscope some time ago, so they have their live video feature. And Snapchat, of course, they have their own. LinkedIn doesn't have live video yet. Of course, you can incorporate videos in your articles. You can share videos. They don't have live videos yet. We'll see what what happens in the future. And you can use but video, video is very powerful and in building video, trust course, in a variety and of ways to build to trusted uh, showcase your product and services. Um, people want to, to see answer, people. They want uh, to see that behind the brand there is a person uh, to, and that this person uh, has a voice. You know, express so when your you opinion about video, you something. can communicate um, directly and you with can incorporate audience, video even if you are your email this much your closer and prospects. And relationship with them you, and you over know, time create a when you share your personalized video with your own voice to them you will create this, this further relationship and your people relationship will be with much them. more willing so, to buy from you. let's now see a few tips that you know i want to give you if you decide that you want to start uh, integrating social selling into your business and the first tip is take baby steps um, you of course need to master some uh, some little simple tax ta- oh, tactics and strategies uh, such as you know uh, use how to use a social media and content to Uh, build your personal brand and build these uh, trusted relationships with your audience. So I usually recommend a very simple program to my clients, um, starting with, you know, sharing three to five pieces of content a week on LinkedIn, for example, uh, if your audience is there. And you can do the same on other social networks, Twitter, for example. And uh, you can email even, uh, you know, your customers and prospects by incorporating, for example, a small video to them. And make sure that they receive this personalized message that also explains Uh, For example, if you're reaching out to them, uh, why you want to, you know, add them to your network of contacts and why the content that you are sharing, uh, it matters to the client. And then I also recommend to always include a call to action to your messages, a very clear action that you want your customers or prospects to make, like, for example, uh, set up a follow-up meeting. Another piece of information, if you have uh, salespeople working for you, introduce them to the concept of social selling. And this, of course, requires that you spend some time finding data and information that will help them understand how social media may help them connect to customers and therefore generate more sales. 
uh, a third tip is show results. And by results, I don't mean just sales or, or, or deals. I all, always advise my clients to uh, track conversations and appointments generated from the um, from the strategies that I have uh, uh, taught them and that they have implemented. So, for example, uh, I tell them to mark down the responses to their to this to the strategies and see you know if um, a conversation on LinkedIn, for example, has led to an in-person meeting with their prospect, and of course also the uh, revenue opportunities that are directly correlated to these uh, efforts. Uh, the fourth piece of um, advice, <laughs> the fourth tip, is. Uh, Keep your ears to the ground and keep an eye on the content that is useful for your clients. And generally, the content should be on topic with good tips and actionable items. Remember that your potential customers and existing ones are always looking for solutions to their issues. So try to give them uh, these solutions as much as you can in the form of very actionable things that they can do. Uh, keep track. It's uh, my next tip, tip number five. So when you find useful content, um, what I usually suggest my clients to do is to uh, open an Excel or Word document. I personally love Google Docs where they can keep the uh, article titles, the links and the main topic and even, you know, look for software that can help you uh, keep track of metrics like views, clicks and time spent on examining the content. So if the content in question is on your website, uh, Google Analytics is a very good uh, tool. Uh, Facebook has its own uh, um, insights uh, and the same applies to the other social media. <clears throat> Tip number six, find connections. So always look for opportunities where you can match the content with specific clients. And so keep track of what you have sent to which individuals and over time you should be able to provide content that will give your message much more clarity and respond to your customers needs in a much more specific way. <clears throat> Tip number seven, make it all meaningful. Always customize messages to your potential client, make them understand the the topic and always tell them why you think it is important. Uh, make reference to previous conversations where the topic was discussed and therefore you explain to them why are you sending, for example, an additional piece of information. Uh, tip number eight, I have already made reference to that, 
always include a call to action. So make sure that your client needs to take some sort of step. For example, uh, you know, arrange a follow-up call or a follow-up meeting where you can discuss, um, you know, information or further explore the topic together or invite them to a free strategy session, for example. And tip number nine, be consistent. Um, The response rate will certainly not be 100%, but this doesn't mean that your clients are not reading your content or your messages. With so much information out there, if you are the person who consistently delivers valuable content to them, you you can be sure that you'll be in their mind when they have to make a decision about a purchase they have to make. So, I hope this episode has been valuable to you. And uh, if there was some doubts about the meaning of social selling, uh, I hope I have clarified these doubts. And I do hope that the nine tips I have given you today will help you start integrating um, a social selling approach Uh, into your business and um, if you liked this uh, this um, episode today make sure that you share it with your friends and with your network of contacts if it can be of help to them too and um, it's all for today Um, I will include in the show notes the link to the social selling index so if you want to further explore the topic and uh, I wish you a wonderful rest of the week and I will see you in the next episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. Bye for now. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe! I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The prices so low. Lighting unexpected. Rugs handcrafted. Wall art eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor. Same great savings every time you go. Field trip! HomeSense. Standout pieces, outstanding prices.